How are you all doing, guys? Welcome back to the Retrospect Podcast. You are now listening to episode 12. If you're new to the Retrospect Podcast, it's basically a retro gaming podcast made by the Retro Dodo team in hopes to give you some more information bi-weekly about, you know, retro gaming news, leaks, information, products, you name it. Whatever we, we kind of want to talk about, we just do it on the uh, on the podcast, really. And uh, this episode, I want to go over a few things, but primarily this episode is going to be about the future of Nintendo and the Lego partnership, basically, that we've seen over the last year that's came out. And I really do think we're going to be seeing a lot more from Nintendo and Lego. It's not just going to be the Super Mario Adventure series that they bring out, you know, like the um, the kind of, I'm not going to say targeted towards kids because it is quite fun, uh, but the adventure kind of, you know, smart Mario that jumps around levels that you build, you can buy add-ons for it, expansions. That's all cool, fun in games, but I do think Lego and Nintendo are going to do more um, intricate stuff, perhaps. Like, there's been leaks of a potential Lego Zelda kit. Now, I think Lego have like a Lego Ideas website that you can submit your own idea or concept for lego to take into consideration now if it gets a tons like tons and tons thousands upon thousands of votes lego actually take it into consideration and one that went like semi-viral across the internet was a big uh, hyrule castle lego zelda kit that um you know everyone absolutely loved and it hit capacity where nintendo or, or lego sorry will take it into consideration and do I think like that's gonna become a reality? Probably, but no time soon. Like the lead developer behind the Nintendo Lego partnership has been working on um, basically ideas and concepts for the last four to five years. So they worked for four years previously on the Super Mario kit and the Lego NES kit. So you can imagine if the Lego Zelda kit did, you know, become a real thing it probably won't be for the next couple of years or year at least but who knows i do think we're going to be seeing something like that i can see lego getting into zelda uh, because that's a huge franchise and and the biggest franchise of them all is actually pokemon like could we see pokemon and lego doing a thing i, I yes i don't know how soon because i'm certain that pokemon actually has a partnership with Megablocks or, or some other company. It might even be a cheaper version of Lego Blocks, uh, Megablocks. So once that partnership is over, 100% will Lego get involved with Pokemon because Pokemon is such a moneymaker. Over the last five years, it's blown up. You know, you could see micro builds of individual Pokemon. Like they've done the Funko Pops. They're really cool to collect. But imagine like small 20 pound, 25 pound, $30 sets for each Pokemon. They've done, you can see them online, like those tiny, tiny little Lego blocks that they've done for Pokemon. Um, 
that aren't officially Lego products, but they look really cool. And I can imagine we'd see Lego do something like that because that will make a ton of money if they make it collectible and stuff and perhaps do like first editions, etc. You could, you know, it could be fun for kids, fun for adults and great for collectors. So I'm hoping Lego team up with Pokemon because that would be awesome. And I'd also like to see them move again into big sets like the Lego NES. That was incredibly fun. I had a lot of fun doing that in lockdown too here in the UK. And every time I look at it, I just think of lockdown and how, you know, it was that piece of joy in my time of like loneliness. I'm not going to say depression, but it was a very lonely time, lockdown too. And that just, every time I look at it, I think of lockdown too and, you know, see it as that little bright spark amongst that really bad time. And I want Lego to do more of that. I can 100% see them moving into the classic consoles. Like we'd probably see the SNES next which i could imagine and and the lead developer with the like a part of the nintendo lego partnership it says like quote he says nintendo has many exciting franchises as you know and especially one all us lego designers grew up with wait hold up that is the wrong line i did not mean to read that um he quoted uh you know we didn't spend four years working on a single wave of products so you can definitely expect more from the lego nintendo partnership in the future what those products are we don't want to spoil just yet so there's definitely something coming in the works and that was a question regarding snes n64 gamecube set so they've got something up their sleeves I think they'd be stupid to go straight to like the GameCube or the Wii or the Switch. Uh, you know, that's, it's just too new. But SNES and Nintendo 64 and possibly a Game Boy, I could see coming into fruition within the next few years. Like they've already, you know, the, the problem with the Game Boy, and as much as I'd love to see that as a Lego set, uh, it's quite small. Unless they make it a hefty size Game Boy console, which they probably won't need to do. It's a, it's already a very blocky uh, console. So I can imagine if they did come out of a Lego Game Boy, it would be a fairly small set. But the SNES in N64, I think they could do 100%. Like they might even bring in, you know, an old school AV TV. Do you know what I mean? With these consoles, which makes it an even bigger set. Um, but the Game Boy, you know, like, I don't know what they're going to do there. They could, You could make the cartridges, I guess, you know. But when it comes to, like, plugging it into a TV, that that doesn't exist. So I don't know how they're going to get around that set. But like I said, it might be a, uh, you know, just a, a smaller set. But 100%, they're going to have something up their sleeve. I don't know if they'll go as big as, like, the Lego Zelda kits. But I wish they do because that will open up, uh, you know. That will be... A great little kit for Zelda fans. And I'm not saying, you know, po uh, Nintendo kind of keep all their fruit in one basket when it comes to Pokemon. They love Pokemon so much that it's just, it just toys, everything, everywhere. But Zelda, it's a little bit, you know, diminished. So hopefully they come out with a set for the Zelda franchise or start pumping out stuff, you know, for the Zelda franchise. And you never know, they might bring out Lego sets alongside new launches, but um, who knows? So moving along, like that was kind of like the main 
subject of the uh, of the podcast but then every podcast i like to move into uh news and stuff regarding uh retro gaming related stuff now on the site i don't know if you if you haven't watched my old uh, or my last podcast i actually talk about the future of retro handhelds and just a couple of updates there has been a few leaks regarding handhelds um Many of them have came from uh, a company called Experimental Pi. They work with Raspberry Pi handhelds and they made one back in the day, which we really, really like. I say back in the day, it was last year, called the Pi Boy DMG. It was a handheld which looked like the original Game Boy. They chucked the very uh, powerful Raspberry Pi 4 inside and it worked flawlessly. But two leaks have come out. And they apparently there's two more handhelds coming out from the team. I did email them. Uh, they said they'll have more news in the coming future. So they didn't deny it. Um, but they did say, you know, we'll have more news. And, and it's called the Pi Boy XRS. It's, it's, it looks like the Game Boy DMG, but it's in a horizontal form factor, a bit like a Game Boy Advance. Uh, there is an article on site. You can check it out. But as mentioned, these things are going to come out left, right, and center. And there's also been a leak. It doesn't even have a name, but there's a clamshell handheld. We haven't even written about it on the site because the leak came out today. And it's a clamshell handheld. doesn't have a name. Nobody knows who's making it. Uh, and it's a clamshell with a single screen. Um, I spoke with the guys at Go Retroid, the, the, the team that made the Retroid Pocket 2, and again, they didn't deny it was theirs because the, the aesthetic and the design of this new clamshell that's been leaked looks a bit like a, a lot like the, the Retroid Pocket 2. Uh, but they said that they are making a handheld in 2021. They can't give any more information on it because it is in early stages. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if Retroid, the Go Retroid team, come out with either a vertical, a new vertical handheld, or a clamshell handheld because you know it's different. People like clamshell. It it can house like you know bigger screens, bigger batteries. It's more portable, and you know I do think, as mentioned in the previous podcast episode eleven, the clamshells are gonna be popping. They're gonna be coming out in twenty twenty one. Uh, alongside big five-inch displays um, on any handheld. Like I think Odroid or the Odroid team, Hard Kernel, are doing it. Um, so, so yeah. In regards to news, more news, Pokemon have had, not, I'm not going to say leaks, but Pokemon Pearl and Diamond for the Nintendo Switch has been leaked. Apparently, a website called Centro Leaks, who actually had information on Sword and Shield and the Crown Tundra DLC, uh, they have leaked that um, apparently someone in Nintendo has started development on uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl for the Switch. It's a remake. It's not going to be like Pokemon Let's Go, where they have a different catching slash fighting mechanism this is going to be very much like the the classics back in the day because it is a remake so that's good news that you know take it with a grain of salt because it's a leak it's not official but the the team behind it who's found this leak was in fact correct uh, regarding many sword and shield leaks like they had it down to the t almost so you know they're not they're, they're somewhat a trusted um website but who knows, you know, you, you, 
take it with a grain of salt. But if we see that, they did mention that it could be announced as early as February. So in a few weeks' time, um, Pokemon might, you know, actually say, hey, here's a little Pokemon Pearl teaser for everyone, which would be, I think, you know, pretty good. And it's and it's the it's the 25th anniversary of Pokemon this year. So they are going big, not only with, you know, Pokemon Snap, which is another piece of news that got revealed this week that had more, you know, footage from a trailer, which looks really, really awesome. I think it's going to be a very fun game. Uh, uh, you know, my my partner has nieces who are between like 6 and 12 years old, and they kind of want to get into Pokemon, but uh, Pokemon Let's Go is a little bit too complicated for them. So I think Pokemon Snap is going to be a cool little game that I could get them and they'd just be interested in exploring the world, taking pictures, finding Pokemon, etc. So I think it's going to be a good little, not a new entry game for younger audience, but one that a, a broad audience can enjoy. Us nostalgic retro gamers who played it on the original N64, all the way to the young kids that are coming out now that don't want, you know, they don't want something too, you know, complicated they want something they can hop into take some pictures get some you know trophies and stuff and i, I think that's going to be uh really really cool in fact and still on the, the subject of pokemon they've announced a load of old retro pokemon cards that are coming out uh, throughout the year um uh, to be fair I, ha I don't know much about this i should but i do know there's a bunch of like jumbo cards that are taken from the original base set which I think it's really, really cool. They are squeezing the juice out of base set over the last five years, coming out of new sets and stuff, reprints. Um, but they're definitely ones to keep hold of, pack fresh, grade them, and just hold on to them for years to come. Give them to your your grandkids and say, hey, there's your, there's your new car, <laughs> if it's grade PSA 10, but who knows. Um, so that's quite cool that Pokemon are doing a lot. They're teaming up with Katy Perry as well, which I thought was odd. I thought they would have went with Steve Aoki because Steve Aoki, Aoki, however you want to say his name, is now going like deep into Pokemon trading cards. He is now a high, you know, a, a high class collector. He's buying hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of Pokemon cards. He started a new channel called, called Aoki's Card House, I think. So I'm surprised they didn't get in touch with him. When they interviewed Katy Perry, she was like, yeah, I've played Pokemon Go. I've played it on the Game Boy. Have you played it on the Game Boy or have you just had it in your hands? She's a great, a great entertainer. So whatever she's going to do is going to be absolutely incredible. But I just feel like there were, there could have been a lot more or a lot of other choices regarding celebrities that love Pokemon, like Steve Aoki, um... I think Post Malone is a big Pokemon fan as well. You know, there's there, there's potential there regarding um, who they could have chose. Now, what was I going to talk about? I was going to talk about something else. Ah, yeah, Pokemon Unite. I don't know if you know. So, weirdly enough, in my spare time, you know, maybe like every few days, I jump into a game called League of Legends. You've heard of it. I don't. I, I forgot what they call it, like a top-down game, whatever. But Pokemon Unite is 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 going to be like that. It's a top-down five v five game um, that, ha that apparently there's going to be quite a lot of money being pumped into it. They want to make it quite a good game for 
new and old Pokemon audiences. It's going to be quite in-depth. Uh, but what's leaked in Pokemon Unite is that you can now uh, basically add outfits and buy skins for your characters in Pokemon Unite, which I think is really cool. I love League of Legends. I'm not a big player. Like, I don't play ranked or it competitively. I just kind of jump in. Because uh, back in the day, maybe like five years ago, a couple of my best friends got, like, they, they fell in love with it. So I'd go around with my shitty little gaming laptop and play with them in League of Legends, and, they, and they'd teach me the ropes and, and basically win me games. Um, so having Pokemon Unite come into this whole new genre uh, that's only been around for 10 years, it's going to be interesting, and I think it's going to be good. A lot of hardcore Pokemon fans aren't going to like it, I'll be honest, but I think... The fans that do are going to be very passionate about it and they're going to keep on playing for a long time. And they're going to have millions of players, hands down, because it's free. It's on Android, iOS, Nintendo Switch. Like, it's going to be a big, big game. And there's going to be a lot of opportunity for Pokemon to make a lot of money in it. Microtransactions are going to be a, not a big part, but they're definitely going to be a, a big part if you want to look badass. You know, you could give your Blastoise glasses or your charizard a a suit or something like that you know they're definitely going all in on the apps lately i think we saw that with mario kart didn't we a few a few years ago but you know like nintendo i i, I said it in the last episode uh, as well nintendo are literally going to own 2021 i think there's going to be some big announces yes it's going to be a bit biased towards pokemon because it's the 25th anniversary but no doubt is uh is there going to be some cool things coming out from Nintendo? Now, also on the on the website, I, I what I do in this the end bit of this podcast is I just go through the site, see what I've written, see what Seb's written, and, and talk about it. And the, my latest video, or our latest video on the YouTube channel, was the, a console from China called the Super Console X. It's a, it's a naughty console, I like to call it, but these things are are growing in popularity. People wanting to buy them now. It's basically a cheap $50 retro gaming console that feels like a Kinder Egg. Awful, awful build quality. But as soon as you plug it into your monitor or TV, you have like 80 emulators in there. And this $50 console can play everything up to Dreamcast games. And it's it, it, it feels a little bit unrealistic on how easy it is to just buy it, get it. And it came preloaded with 15,000 games. I don't know how China are getting away with it. Uh, I know they send them over to the to wherever you buy it. So you get them imported. But I'm seeing a lot of these come up on Amazon, on eBay. There's drop shippers throughout Europe and the US selling these things. Like they are gaining in popularity. And the prices are dropping. They're a bit like... You know, when the first phase of retro handhelds came out, they were all quite cheap and quite poor. But that first one that came out that was good kind of got a lot of attention. Now, that instantly takes me back to the RG350P when everything else was crap and, and one was good. Everything in the retro console, you know, the under $100 is still pretty crap. But there is potential there. And just like the naughty handhelds or the, the retro handhelds that are coming out, there's going to be a lot of consoles. Now, the handhelds have actually stopped preloading their, their SD cards with games. So they're, they're allowed now to sell these handhelds authentically without having any trouble legally with any other company. I want to see that 
in these retro consoles. So a well-built emulator in a console that I can install my ROMs that I own legally. The problem is China just don't give a shit and they're coming out with all these preloaded stuff and it's just a little bit shady. Sometimes I actually feel, you know, scared to review these things. Like the, the, the handhelds and stuff where they come preloaded, I'm like, holy shit. It's like Sega or Nintendo going to come knocking and be like, yo, take down everything, you know, because you're promoting this. Who knows? I hope not because the games I play, I actually own. So the ROMs I use are my own or every game that I feature. So what a lot of the readers don't know and you guys don't know is that you guys want me to like test other games that I just don't own, so I can't really test it. And if I do test a new game, I actually go out and buy that game physically before I play it, just to cover my ass legally. But, you know, it's still a shady, shady place. But the retro consoles, I think, are, you know, gaining in popularity, and it's something to keep an eye on this year. And the last subject I want to talk about, which is kind of cool... Uh, and that's a new Game Boy game, or two new Game Boy games actually, coming out this year. I know, right? Like a 20, almost almost 30-year-old console coming out of a new game. It's a bit odd, but a company called Spacebot Interactive is launching a new game. There's one called Dragonborn, which is an RPG, and there's another one called Daedus, or Daedus, Daedus? Probably Daedus, which is now in development uh, and I think they plan to launch that at the end of 2021. I just think it's so bloody cool that companies uh, are, are, you know, have the freedom to make these games a reality. And the retro gaming community is becoming so passionate and so big recently that these companies are just coming out of nowhere. And I say come out of nowhere because... I haven't heard of these guys since they started releasing their games, but it just warms my heart to know that these companies can do and the people behind them can start doing something they love and they can sell and make money. So check out Spacebot Interactive if you if you want to get a, ha- a hold of a new Game Boy game in 2021. I think they're going to be sending uh, us a review unit, so I might do a video on it because, I don't know, it's just good to see companies out there doing something different and being able to put food on their table for their families. So big up Spacebot Interactive. Uh, I hope you guys are doing good. And I really do think, you know, what you're doing is awesome for the retro gaming community and keep going, keep doing it, keep making the games. I also think they should, you know, start working with potential new developers so let's say you know you let's say you're a full-time worker but in your in your spare time at night you want to make a game boy game i think spacebot should start you know working with those guys and say hey you know we'll make your game a reality we'll send it out to everyone we'll make the art we'll we'll advertise we'll just take a cut and I think that would be really cool. I think that would be really cool if Spacebot Interactive did that. At first, admittedly, they got to do their own games. They got to get their name out there, make the games good. You know, something that you want to give to someone or trade with someone and even make them good for people that's never held a Game Boy in their life. Like, could a kid play it and get interested in it? Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, 
that's the last story I want to talk about today. Um, I hope to get more people, guests onto the podcast. I've got a couple lined up in the books I hope to talk with YouTubers, creators, modders, you name it. I want to get them on. I just, I'm struggling to record their audio in decent quality. Um, So I need to find some software to do that. Because if you look back at our old podcasts, it's just not really that fun to listen to. So I have to work on that before I get them on. But maybe, just maybe, the next episode I should have a guest on. Um, and there's, I've got a few subjects I want to talk about. If you ever, like any of you want me to talk about a subject, just tweet me at retro underscore dodo, um, and tweet me, Hey Brandon, can you talk about this in your next podcast? Or just bloody hop on the podcast, like get on here. If you've got a decent background, you know your shit, get in touch. I'd love to get you on and we can, we can discuss some stuff regarding the site. We're having another great uh, month this month. Um, but the problem is, there isn't a problem, like the site's been doing good, I've hit a couple of walls on YouTube, like the views, I don't know what it is, just the views have been dropping significantly, so I need to pick that up and focus on that a bit more over the next few weeks, Um, the site, basically the site is doing great, one of the best months ever, but advertising rates have gone down by about 60% because what advertisers do is they spend all their money in the last quarter of the year so they can get all of their Christmas sales but then January to April it's tight you know you don't get as much per thousand as they say Um, so that's just a quick update on yeah the the brand Uh, I've got a lot in the pipe a little teaser for those of you that are still listening now, and if you are, fair play, I appreciate that. I know I can get a bit boring. I want to make a book. A book for, I don't want to spoil it, I just want to make a book for you guys. Um, me and Seb have currently started it. It's a huge project. Originally, I wanted to make an ebook. Uh, an ebook for the site um, because I think a lot of you would be interested in this subject. But when me and Seb started planning it and doing what we wanted to do, it was just, it, it almost feels too big for an ebook. Like this is going to take months and months and months to produce with stupid amounts of research and we need to get it, it right. Um, so perhaps in the next few weeks, I will come out with a tease of like the front, or maybe the subject. Maybe the subject. So maybe before episode 20, I will give you an idea of the subject of the book. And it's a it's a big book. And I think it's what, like, it's one that I've wanted for a long time, but nobody's made it. And me and Seb have the right contacts. We have the right knowledge of this subject to get it done. And for those of you that are into this subject, to hold it and appreciate it. And what I want to do excuse me, is get a lot of people involved. A lot of influencers, creators, modders, I want to give them a piece of the book. I want them to get involved uh, and perhaps, you know, I don't know how it is, but maybe you'll see. You'll see. It's all in the work. I don't want to talk too soon because this is literally a four, like three or four week old idea that's now coming into fruition, uh, but it probably won't be ready by end of the year, maybe next year, because as much as I'd like to make it an ebook, I want to make it a real thing. And I've spoken with some friends in the retro gaming niche who have made their own books, and 
there's ways around it, but if you want to get a decent, like, there's a way where you need to get 20 grand's worth of backing. Now, you fans are great, but to get 20 grand's worth of backing, you need a serious following. So I don't think that's a possibility. So what we have to do, and we have to risk our time, effort, money, investment into making a book that's so good that we go to a publisher and say, hey, we want to make this a thing. We want to advertise it on our website. And we think we've got a big enough following to give you guys some 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 profit in order to make this a thing. So that is like the big project this year that I want to make a thing. So hopefully that becomes a reality. Um, so yeah, there's just an update on the site and the brand and some news and topics regarding retro gaming. As per usual, guys, I appreciate you listening to this. I'm getting more fluid with these podcasts, I think. Um, I, I Instead of me listening to myself, I'm kind of talking a bit more. But yeah, I need to get people on. I need to get people on talking to me because that is far better to listen to than my Somerset accent. Um, so yeah, as per usual, guys, thank you for watching. Make sure to follow the, the podcast. Hit us up on Twitter, YouTube if you want to get some extra content in your feeds. And I hope you have a nice week. Stay safe.